Welcome to Growing Your Team, a podcast designed for small business owners seeking to grow their company with the help of employees and contractors. Your time is limited, which means growing and leveraging teams is essential for business success. The Growing Your Team podcast is the place to learn tips and techniques designed to help you know when it's the right time to hire, how to select perfect fit team members, and how to maximize productivity while creating a positive work environment. Drawing from her 10 plus years of leadership and hiring experience, here is your host, Jamie Van Kuyk. Hi, Jamie Van Kuyk here, and welcome back to the Growing Your Team podcast. Today, we're kicking off our first informational episode, and I am talking about the dangerous cycle of micromanagement. Now, you might already have team members, you might not. You might be sitting here and saying, well, I don't have team members yet. I don't have to worry about micromanagement yet. So why are we kicking off the podcast with this episode? And the reason I am is I feel like this is a topic that's very important to anybody who either has team members or is thinking about getting team members. Because if you have team members, you might be in this cycle. And if you don't have team members yet, you might be fearing getting team members and paying for team members because you're think that, thinking that you're going to have people that are so dependent on you that it's going to take your time and it's going to defeat the purpose of having team members. So today we're going to talk about the dangerous cycle of micromanagement, what that is, and how to avoid it and how to get out of it if you have team members and you realize you're in it, or if you find yourself in this cycle once you hire your first team members. So what is a dangerous cycle of micromanagement? Well, a lot of us probably know what micromanagement is. It's when you have a manager that is pretty much involved in everything you do. So you feel like as an employee, you can't do stuff without that boss kind of over your shoulder, confirming things, telling you this, telling you that, so you feel restricted. So in this case, as the business owner, you are that boss that's micromanaging their their work. And you're gonna sit here and say, but I don't wanna do that. I don't wanna micromanage. I'm hiring someone to get this work off my plate. But here's what happens. Team members start, and when they're starting, they're having questions, and they're in training. So they come to you with their questions. They come to you to confirm things. And you're still learning how to give up control. You're still learning how to delegate these tasks. So you still have a hand in everything. You kind of crave that ability to tell them if they're doing things right or wrong because you want to make sure that they're doing it right. You want to learn how to trust them. So you're really involved in for, at first and they want you to be involved at first because they're learning your teaching. But then this continues on and your employees learn from you because you don't separate yourself from it. So they start to learn from you that they cannot make decisions without your approval. They learn from you that you are always going to have a say on how things are being done. So to save themselves time of doing rework because they did it wrong, they're going to get more clarification from you up front. So they become dependent on you. 
And because they become dependent on you, you feel like they cannot do their work without your inputs because you're sitting here saying like, oh my gosh, they won't do anything without me telling them. They won't do anything without our approval. I don't know what to do. But then it continues on this cycle. So they become dependent on you and you keep feeding them the information that they need and telling them pretty much that they can't go forward without your approval, without your inputs. So you're feeding it into them and they're coming back into you. So you are micromanaging their work and they are then becoming dependent on you for the information that they need to move forward. So you're pretty much teaching them not to trust their instinct, not to become self-leaders, that they need you to make the decisions for them. They need you to push them forward. They need you. And then you believe that they need you in order to do something, do this, and they don't want to go against the path that you created, so they don't. They want to keep you happy, and they believe you being involved in everything is what makes you happy because you set that precedent, right? So this doesn't sound like something you want, most likely. You're probably like, I don't want to be involved in everything. Once again, that's why I'm hiring team members. I want them to be the authority. I am hiring them for their skill. I am hiring them for their knowledge. If they can't do that, what's the point? And exactly, what's the point of hiring if you're going to be so involved that they can't do anything without you, right? So we don't want this cycle of micromanagement. We don't want to create this loop where you micromanage them and they become dependent on you. So when you start and you hire employees, you need to have a plan this is typically your onboarding plan, which takes them from being dependent on you to learn to being self-sufficient self-leaders in their role. So this is all a part of your onboarding plan to go from them learning to them doing. And you need to pull yourself out little by little as this plan goes along. You don't want to rip the Band-Aid off and go to go cold turkey. So this is especially important. Like if you are in the cycle of micromanagement, you can't just go in one day and say, I am no longer answering any of your questions. It's all on you. If you come to me and ask a question, you're fired. Nope, that's not going to get you the results that you want. You're going to be upset and you're most likely going to make the wrong decision and fire that employee. You can't go go cold turkey here, whether it's a new team member and it's a part of your onboarding plan or if you're correcting the behavior that's already there. So people need to learn at first what you want and what's expected and how to do things according to you. So you need to be really involved in for, at first. And then you start slowly backing up slowly taking yourself out of that decision-making process. And some of it is instead of when you have check-ins, you start off by asking them questions and directing them in the conversation because you have all the knowledge. And then there needs to be a point where it starts to shift, where they are then expected to start telling you the status updates, to tell you what's going on without you prompting, and then to ask you the questions that they need. So they need to tell you what's going on. And at first, there might be some correcting there. So they might start to lead, and you might say, okay, well, here's actually what it needs to be, and here's why. 
Maybe it's like, okay, remember from this training and you need to refresh their memory because not everybody takes in everything from a training the first time. Sometimes they need to hear things more than once or you need to give them more information that they didn't have the ability to gain before. So after a while, you'll see that they start learning more and more. So when they're presenting to you, they have all the information that they need and they're becoming more accurate. And as that becomes more accurate, you kind of space out those conversations. If you're having that cycle of micromanaging today, the best way to start is being upfront with your team members to say, listen, I see that we've gone into the cycle of micromanagement and dependency, and I am a guilty party in this. You know, so we have created the cycle together, and now I would like us to work together to end it because I value you. I see you as a contributing member of this team, and I want to make sure that you are succeeding in the role, and I need to do my part to help you understand what it means to succeed in the role. So we are going to start this path where we are going to pull myself out of the day-to-day -day slowly so then you can be a self-sufficient leader in your role. Here is how we are going to do it. And then you'll explain to them. You know, we'll start these conversations where instead of you asking me for approval, you're presenting what you are going to do. I will then correct you if need to be and help you explain why. If you have questions on my thought process, ask. And, and then, you know, we'll get to the thing where you don't tell me beforehand, you tell me afterwards. So instead of them asking for approval and presenting it for approval, they're telling you what has already been done because you got to the point where you trust them enough when they come to you for approval that your approval is no longer needed. And then you need to make it clear, I am not gonna provide approval anymore beforehand, we're gonna talk about things afterwards. And if they come to you for approval, you need to stop and remind them that they are supposed to be making the decisions on their own. Now, depending on what their type of role, depending on where they are in the organization, what they need approval on and what they're doing is going to look different. So you might be sitting here saying, I don't want them making decisions. They can't make decisions about my business. And it's not necessarily making decisions about your business. Sometimes it's making decisions of what should they prioritize first? You know, what should be done here in this this tiny thing should there are they designing should this blue box go in the left corner or the right corner so there's always decisions to be made within their role and you need to help them start to feel comfortable with those decisions all right so that's the dangerous cycle of micromanagement in the next episode i'm going to bring on a guest expert and we're going to talk about empowering your team Empowering your team is something very important from day one of having a team member. It's something that you need to plan for before you even have team members. So we're going to talk to this special guest about how she has learned to empower her team members so that way she gets the best work out of that because she finds that when her team members are empowered, their quality of work goes up. Until next time, I'm Jamie Van Kike. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Growing Your Team with your host, Jamie Van Kite. Be sure to subscribe and head on over to growingyourteam.com to connect, access the show notes, and discover more ways to hire and leverage your perfect fit team.